Well, Nashville Predators picked up a win this weekend, but might have picked up an even bigger loss. Philip Forsberg leaves the game with an injury, an update on his condition, and how the Predators go forth replacing him. Plus, plus, minus from the past week of Preds hockey. Coming up today on the Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day. Every single day, we are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast that's available to you wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at onthefourcheck.com, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer and editor at insidethepreds.com. Also want to mention today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Uh, if you used FanDuel to put some bets on the Super Bowl last night, uh, we hope uh, we hope it turned out for you, and we hope it was a good game. Full disclosure, uh, we're recording this before the Super Bowl because That's A, right. we want to watch the game, and B, we got stuff to do tomorrow. Uh, so if there's any uh, crazy hockey-related something that happens during the game, maybe Roman Yossi is in a Tostitos ad or... <laughs> I don't know. Mikhail Granlund is the Justin Timberlake to Rihanna's Janet Jackson. Wow. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it on Tuesday's episode. <laughs> uh, yes, we would. Yeah, uh, probably a lot to get into, but uh, it's not all sunshine and rainbows in mm. the land of predators. Unfortunately, uh, the big news is Philip Forsberg went down in the first period the Preds game against the Philadelphia Flyers last weekend uh, did not look good when he uh, came off the ice. Uh, the official word from the Predators as of now is day to day with upper body injury. Uh, who knows how long, how many days in a row that's going to wind yes. up being, but and any length of time is going to be a, uh, a sore point for the Nashville Predators to get through. Yeah, this is literally worst case scenario for the Nashville Predators because in a season where there's been a lot of inconsistency, especially with different players and scoring, Philip Forsberg really has kind of been the most reliable offensive player the Predators have had. It was a rough injury, rough looking injury. <clears throat> Curious, Nick, what's your take? Did that look like a dirty hit to you or did it look legal no i i don't think it was a dirty hit um if anything like if you're gonna make a complaint about it i would say maybe late mm -hmm. could be the word you use like it looked like the puck had already like gone way past and forsberg uh wasn't expecting the hit and ristolainen came in just kind of late and finished his check but you know, that's also kind of one of those just standard plays you see along the boards, you know, three, four times in any hockey game. Um, you know, I, I don't think it was any, you know, anything that the league would look at. I don't think it was anything worth a penalty. Um, you know, I think the reaction from the Preds on that one, you know, Tanner Janot trying to go at him and eventually fighting Nick Delorier. 
I think that was more of, you know, just kind of seeing the end result, you know, a, a right. big, a big hit that takes out your teammate is going to just draw a reaction uh, anytime. But no, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, yeah. What's your take on that? I absolutely agree with you. I mean, was it a little bit, you know, after he played the puck? Yes, but I don't think there was anything about that hit that stood out as far as being egregious in any way. I don't feel like it was a cheap shot. I don't feel like it was a super late hit compared to all of the other plays that you see in a typical hockey game. So for me, no, I don't feel like it was a hit worth a penalty. I don't feel like it's, like you said, anything the league would even look at. The cost to the Predators is super alarming, but I don't think the hit itself was a, a dirty hit. Now the question becomes if Philip Forsberg is day-to-day, -day, and by day-to-day, -day, I'm assuming they mean like a day is more than 24 hours because looking at Forsberg, his just initial reaction in struggling to kind of get up, get his bearings and get off the ice, this looks like... Um, you know, pure speculation, the Predators are not going to say much, but it looks like this is going to take some recovery time for him. So the next question becomes, what do the Nashville Predators do with Philip Forsberg out of the lineup for day to day, let's assume a couple of games minimum? What do the Predators do now? That's a great question. And I, I know what I would do. I'm just not sure. Uh, that's going to be enough because here's the thing, you know, we saw the Predators after Forsberg went down, you know, out, out of choice, kind of having to shuffle the deck a little bit, play some guys a little bit higher. We saw Yakov Trenin uh, playing on that top line uh, a little bit. Tanner Janot also spent some time, you know, they kind of mixed and matched, you know, had different groups going at different times. Uh, and, you know, you might be able to do that that against Arizona but you look at the end of this week and you have uh Boston Bruins at right. home on Thursday and then the Florida Panthers and Minnesota Wild and you know if if Forsberg's not going to be 100% for those are you going to get uh enough production from the guys you have now to kind of step up and get you through these critical games uh you know and at that point it's do you look till Milwaukee and look mm -hmm. is there a guy here that can, you know, maybe not completely replace Forsberg's production, but take up a big chunk of that in the right situation. Is Phil Tomasino that person? Do the Predators give him a job? Luke Evangelista, does he make his debut? Somebody who is very comfortable playing on a top scoring line situation. Uh, it's just going to be rough because there's, you know, there's nobody with the style uh, of right. Forsberg's offensive skill. Just that shooter, that finisher. Uh, there was, he plays in Seattle now, but you know, there, there's, there's nobody currently on the roster uh, that I think has, that is a, I guess, a natural replacement for Forsberg. Yeah, I agree. And it was interesting watching social media because immediately people said, okay, this may be the opening for Philip Tomasino to come up. And I, and I would definitely wouldn't say that that's out of the question, I think, perhaps. But you also have to remember, you still have Tommy Novak, who was a healthy scratch. So I'm wondering if coming into the Arizona game, if the Predators may pause 
and and just slot Novak in and keep Jankowski in or whether they are going to go down to Milwaukee. And if they look to Milwaukee, Nick, is Phil Tomasino the obvious choice? It seems like Predators fans feel like he is the obvious choice. He does have lots of NHL playing time. But yeah. if you look at Milwaukee, he's not the top goal scorer. He's not the top point scorer. You have Kiefer Sherwood, who is leading in goals. Kiefer Sherwood had a little NHL time, but that kind of fizzled out pretty quickly after the season started. Um, Cole Schneider is ahead of him in goals. Like you mentioned, Luke Evangelista. Style-wise, maybe a little bit. Philip Forsberg-esque, certainly not going to be able to come in and replace him. So I think what seems like an obvious move to everybody is something the Predators are going to spend some time thinking about. Yeah, and I have a feeling if it is anybody other than two people you just mentioned, there is going to be uh, uh, pitchforks and uh, torches. Are there any left in Middle Tennessee? to buy what? are there any even left in stock <laughs> there's some in store yeah probably from uh you know maybe some left over from when uh uh john robinson traded aj brown true yeah, yeah. True. Uh, you know it'll be interesting to see again uh phoenix tonight well actually arizona tonight and uh it's it's a sunday people Yep. Uh, we're thinking Monday about our dips. Days. Yeah, we're thinking about the dips uh, that we still have to make today. Uh, Arizona uh, tonight, more from that game coming up in a little bit and, and how the Preds might uh, go forward without Forsberg. Plus, coming up next, plus minus things we like, things we didn't like, uh, both from the Flyers game and Preds hockey this week. So plenty to get to. But first, want to mention today's show is sponsored by Athletic Greens and their product, AG. One, it is a product that I use every single day. I've been over this before. Started because they just gave me a free shipment. I was a little bit skeptical. Started trying it. Love the taste. And more importantly, over the next couple of weeks, love the way it made me feel. This is just one scoop of AG1 in a glass of water every day. That's it. No need for just like $100 worth of different vitamins and pulling all your nutrients from different sources. No, it's just one scoop of AG1 every single day. And you get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. And all of that helps the immune system, helps your gut health, nervous system, energy, recovery, focus, pretty much everything. And it's cheaper than your daily cold brew. Just about less than $3 a day. So do not worry about the price. And you are investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So right now, <coughs> the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. Again, that's it. No need for a million different things to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, Ann, it is a Monday, which means it is time for Plus Minus. 
You guys know how this works. We go through the past week of Preds hockey, give pluses to the things we like, minuses to the things that the Preds maybe need to work on. And let's start off on a positive note. Always. Let's hear a plus. All right, I'm going to go from, I, I have some hockey ones, but I'm going to go hockey fashion first. And I want to give a huge plus to the Black History Month warm-up jerseys. You know, we're going to get into hockey players, statistics, but just off the bat, those uh, warm-ups, the Black History Month warm-up jerseys that the Predators wore the other night were incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I should have looked up who the designer was. I didn't do that before this, and I apologize. But they absolutely were phenomenal. So you know what? I know it seems fluffy, but my first one right out of the gate is looking good Nashville Predators in those warm-up jerseys. They were amazing. Yeah, uh, that was sweet. Like, those oh, looked awesome, yeah. too. Uh, yeah. Looked uh, really awesome on the ice. And uh, that, the entire game. Uh, it was fun too. You had the TSU marching band performing Come in the on. plaza uh, out before the game. Uh, you know, the, the TSU honored uh, during the game. You know, we, their marching band just got a Grammy. Yeah. Uh, so it was a cool night overall. And yeah, night. those yeah. jerseys 100% look sweet. Oh, loved them. Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, and my first plus is a hockey plus. Mm -hmm. And I got to go with somebody that we give pluses to a lot. One of your favorites, and that's Cody Glass. Yes. Another uh, point against the Flyers this weekend, an assist on the first goal. This man now has five points in his last five games. He is starting to find the score sheet a little bit more. And that's the thing. Remember, earlier in the season when we were talking about Cody Glass, we talked about him doing all the right things just maybe not getting on the score sheet, having that impact that the Preds wanted. Now he is. Now that he's been in the lineup a little bit more, he's become a regular. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of become a top nine forward, a guy who's got a regular uh, opportunity in a scoring role. And he has paid dividends since that move. He's starting to find the score sheet a lot. And we, we talk about this a lot. It's not just, you know, the fact that he happens to be – one of the last three predators to touch the puck before it gets in. Like he is cap gaining points based on, you know, other people scoring or making right. plays. He is making plays mm -hmm. for guys like Philip Forsberg and Matt Duchesne. Uh, and that is a absolutely critical thing because the Preds need his skills if they're going to get through. Uh, so good to see Cody on a little bit of a heater right now, five points, five games. Yeah, one of the things I love best about watching Cody Glass's game here in the last few weeks is that you don't notice him on the top line because he plays so well with Forsberg and Duchesne that it just right. looks very cohesive. And that is such a compliment to him. You know, his game has elevated to their level. And I love, you, you're right, you know, I love to see it. Like cookies for Cody day in, day out. Yeah, sure. that's a daily uh, Duchess cookies delivery. Yes, for sure. Uh, all right, Ann, who, who else are you giving a plus to? We just mentioned the other person I'm giving a plus to. And let me just tell you, this delights me in my marriage as well. And you know that means this plus goes to Mr. Matthew Duchesne. 
<laughs> Matt Duchesne this week had two goals and an assist and um, just is really playing well. And again, goes back to what we just talked about with Cody Glass, that top line Forsberg, Duchesne, Glass really were generating some things. We'll have to see what happens with Forsberg out. But here is what I will say about the play of Matt Duchesne. Losing Forsberg, you lose a very distinct style of play, a very distinct offensive um, weapon. Matt Duchesne is a player who can fill that if you can keep him going at the pace he's at. So I think not only did he have a really good week, but I think looking ahead, Matt Duchesne is somebody who's going to have to kind of carry this team a little bit while Forsberg is out recovering. So I feel positive about it. My husband has to wear his Matt Duchesne t-shirt to the next game because Duchesne scored in overtime. Um, but I really feel like, you know, Duchesne is is on a roll. I feel like he's comfortable in his game. And like I said, he's the player I'm going to be looking at as we wait for Forsberg to get back in this lineup. Yeah, they're going to need him to step up. Also, uh, since that uh, players-only meeting, and mm -hmm. you know, that closed door, which followed that St. Louis game where you and I both mentioned Matt Duchesne didn't exactly look like he brought his A game. Mm -hmm. Five goals in those five games, two yep. more assists, so seven points uh, in five games uh, since that happened. And if you go a little bit further... Uh, he's kind of more on the scoring pace uh, that he was last year uh, yes. that set him to, uh, you know, break the Preds goal scoring record. So Matthew Shane, another guy starting to heat up. Yes. All right, Ann. Uh, it's got to be negative, right? We got to be mean, a little bit negative some sometimes. We have to have a minus. Yes. And my minus goes to shooting accurate. Oh, take it home, friend. Take it Dear home. Dear God, can the Predators <laughs> put something on net? I mean, it also doesn't help that maybe you just lost your best pure shooter on the <laughs> roster. But we went through this when we did the Vegas game. Six shots on goal uh, in the first uh, in the first two periods. And it, it looked like it was kind of trending that way against Philadelphia. Oh. You know, the Preds had like those three uh, quick shots early in the game. And then uh, it just kind of went, what? It was like a 10, 15 minute stretch without a shot. Yes. Uh, and it, they were shooting. It just wasn't getting to where it needed to be. <laughs> you know, he had like Mark Jankowski, wide Bless. open net, ring one off the post. Uh, you know, you've seen like good chances. Uh, you know, I think Yuso Parsonen had one that just kind of sailed over the goal. Uh, the uh, the glass and the boards behind the Flyers goal got a, a bit of a workout. And yes, uh, during that Flyers game, a lot more block shots, too. Uh, mm -hmm. And I know the Preds like to be patient, wait for their chances. But, you know, it, it seems like sometimes you should just kind of fire at the net and see what happens. Yes. It feels a little bit like they're in the ready, fire, aim stretch instead of ready, aim, fire. Like it's not a moving target, guys. Like it's this, it's right where it's been since you started playing. Yeah. So that for me. They did not change the rules. The rules have not changed. It's not moving. It's, it's right there. In their defense, Philadelphia blocked 30 shots. So, you know, and, and Philadelphia plays kind of a tight defense. But still, 
Y'all, it's right. You know, my family laughs at me because one of the things I say when I watch hockey is it's right there. And I want to say that about the net. It's right there. It's where it's been the whole yeah. time you've played. It didn't right move. There. Didn't move. Yeah. Not, yeah. not great. Yeah. Not yeah. great. It, the, the, the Flyers give them credit. They blocked a lot of shots, but at the same mm-hmm. time, um, you would like Whoa. to see, uh, you would like to see the Preds, the, the chances they do get maybe hit the target a little bit more when they get the looks i think that would be lovely really of course you know we don't ever end on minuses so in just a minute we're going to wrap up plus minus with some pluses and then we're going to take a look ahead at the arizona game what do the nashville predators need to do to be successful and what are they going to do to get two points because let's face it y'all we want two points going to do that in just a second but first want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by our great friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. It is the midway point of the NBA season and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel America's number one sportsbook because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and it is super easy to use. And then you can bet on anything from the money line to point scorers and three points drained. You can include player props, points, rebounds, assists, and they have some exclusive bets like the two by three. Will they score two three-pointers in the first three minutes? You can bet on that. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Ann. Do we have another minus to get to? My only other minus, my huge minus was, again, accuracy missing the net. My only other minus is I am bracing myself for fan reaction to whatever happens with Forsberg out. I am bracing myself. The armchair GMs were already going at it before Forsberg got helped off the ice. And so for me, the minus is just anticipatory. Because let's face it, this is going to be a poop show in Nashville if it doesn't go a certain way. So for me, that's a minus. Like, dreading it, friend. Dreading it. Yeah. uh, I was going to say the only other minus was going to be Zachary LaRue. Let's talk about that for a minute. Can we talk about that? Oh, yes. I feel like we probably should. We should talk about this. Yeah. So Predators prospect Zachary LaRue, known for hockey skill and mullet, um, was suspended indefinitely uh, after an incident after a shootout loss where apparently he had some sort of physical exchange with a young spectator. And initially, the report was that there was not going to be any discipline, but then video was released of the incident. And when you see the video, Nick, you really can't go, it's okay. So Zachary LaRue suspended indefinitely. This is his ninth suspension. 
in, I think, four seasons, three seasons, four seasons. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this. In the OHL, suspensions have a – there's a different criteria for suspensions as compared to the NHL. You know, they, they tolerate a little bit less. So it's not like, you know, quite as egregious as if you had an NHL player with nine suspensions in, you know, that short a time period. But, man, Nick – what are the predators gonna say about that? Uh, well, as of now, nothing, because uh, they haven't. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, this is a guy that uh, his temper hasn't exactly improved yeah. since the predators drafted him, and that was something that we've been saying for two years. It's like, yeah, Zach Wheeler is gonna be like a like a good uh, like a fireball kind of player, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he kind of needs to. Have a little less happy Gilmore in his game, you know. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, the Preds. It's I don't think the Predators are gonna cut him or anything like that. I would be very surprised if they did anything like that or uh, renounce their rights to him or you know trade him right. or anything like that. But um, yeah, it, it is a concern that you know incidents surrounding Zachary Larue keep happening. Uh, whether they're, you know, suspensions for part of the game flow or, you know, an incident like this where he uh, made physical contact with a teenage fan. And just the optics of that are, are not uh, are not good. So, yeah, I, I don't think the Predators are going to do like, you know, bring the hammer down and be like, no, no, we're cutting you loose. But um, I, I there's got to be like Scott Nickel or somebody in that Preds organization has got to chime down and you know have yeah. a have a heart to heart and it's like look you know we can't have this in our NHL lineup you know right. so you kind of got to decide right now it's like what what are you going to be like what type of player are you going to be yeah that that's a rough situation and I agree with you I think this is one of those things where. You know, the Predators, if they want him long term in the organization, they need to walk alongside him with with a pretty close relationship and some sort of mentorship because got to turn this around because this is not something that the Predators are going to want to have to deal with on the ice down the road. Painful. Yeah. 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 Uh, Well, we got to end on a positive, Anne. Come on. And tonight the Predators play the Arizona Coyotes. But more importantly... It is the P.K. Subban homecoming night, the homecoming celebration for P.K. Uh, we Predators have already been involved in one of these, uh, his celebration back in Montreal. Uh, you know, we saw the cool pregame. Uh, we saw, you know, Carey Price reunion. Yes. Uh, and, and good to see P.K. getting honored again back here in Nashville as well. Yeah, I am so excited about this huge Look, I love P.K. Subban. I will always love P.K. Subban. I think he's one of the best things to happen to the NHL. Um, Just personality-wise, I love this man. And so I love that he's getting a chance to come back to Nashville. He was such an important part of that Stanley Cup run and of the President's Trophy year. And so I love that Nashville's going to get a more focused chance to appreciate him and appreciate his time here in Nashville and just what he brought to the league. So, so excited for PK Subban night. Like who, first of all, you just know it's going to be fun because it's PK, PK Subban night. Like 
Nothing boring happens on that night. But so excited that the fans and the city get a chance to really specifically acknowledge him. Uh, do we, are we anticipating any sort of like Carey Price-esque surprise? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? What are they, uh, what, what could possibly happen on PK Subban night? <laughs> uh, the, the funny option would just be have Shea Weber come out. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Just, just mean, have them like side by work. side giving like a thumbs up or something like that. <laughs> It's like that old buddies be- crossing in the wind. It's like yeah. the uh, the story. I can't remember if it was the the Nashville airport or not, but Seth Jones was leaving town <laughs> as Ryan Johansson yes. was flying in, and they like saw each other and had like a long conversation. <laughs> it, it was it was like a funny thing. Like they no, 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 should just have that. Like PK is even like walking in as Shea Weber's like walking off the ice or something. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'm really excited for it. I PK did a lot on the ice, but also a lot off the ice. So, so excited yeah. for PK Subban night. Every day should be PK Subban day, quite frankly. Yeah. And the uh, frankly. the other exciting thing is you're credentialed and there's going to be some PK Subban media availability. Yeah. So you're going to get a chance to uh, speak with PK. I know. I'm very, very excited to get to talk to him about just his time here in Nashville and what he's looking forward to moving ahead into retirement. Because look, PK Subban is not going to sit back and do nothing in retirement. So really looking forward to hearing from him and, you know, finding out what's going on now and in the future for him. So it's going to be great. We'll have that on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Uh, Looking forward to that. We'll also have a recap of Preds versus Coyotes. Uh, Be nice to have the win. And I think the big storyline is going to be what the Preds do uh, with Forsberg out. Are they going to shuffle the deck, uh, keep some of their current guys who've been playing well? Are they going to give some of their healthy scratch guys a chance? Or do they go drastic and make a call down to Milwaukee? Uh, That is going to be the thing to watch. So uh, plenty to talk about on tomorrow's show. And where can people find your work? You can find my work online at insidethepreds.com. And you can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me on ontheforecheck.com or on Twitter at underscore NS Morgan. Also, be sure to follow the podcast while you're there, LO underscore Predators. And however you are listening to us right now, whether you are watching us on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcasting platform, those are two P words that should not be together. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you always know when we have fresh stuff out for you. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We will be back tomorrow with an all-new episode. We'll see you then.